Welcome, everyone, to the Brandology Podcast. We want this to be something that we ourselves find value in and want to listen to. I'm your host, Mark Mosier. Alongside me is co-host David Morrow. Each episode, we explore leadership, culture, brands, and interview leading business professionals and civic leaders. We also play brand culture trivia against our guests to make the experience entertaining and fun. So come join us and enjoy. And please don't forget to download the episodes and leave us a review. Thanks. Let's begin. Probably not going to do too well. All right. Well, I'm going ahead and I'm recording. Um, welcome, everyone, to uh, another episode of Brandology Podcast. Uh, hope everyone's doing okay today. I am your host, David Morrow. In the studio today is my illustrious, phantasmic, and always positive <laughs> co-host, Mark Mosher. Mark, yes, I'm. I am happy today. You know Did why? You, why? 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 Please. Because I choose to be. Yes. In the midst of yeah, another shutdown, you are happy. You're choosing yeah. to be happy. Yes, absolutely. It's my choice and I choose to be happy today. So did you like the um, the the uh, adjectives and the ways I described you? Yeah, is that from your um, it's from my uh, app. unsincere, unsincere my words app to say to coworkers? Compliments to give to coworkers. <laughs> it's a really cool app. Uh, it seems to be highly effective. Yeah. And I plug I plug your name in. It comes up with like four things. So it's pretty good. <laughs> so awesome. I, I'm very excited. Very honored. Uh, in the studio today is uh, Jennifer Ackman. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So we're going to talk about some very good and meaningful things. You've got a very interesting platform. You've got a great, uh, you've had a storied career. It's fantastic. So right now, just uh, let's start from the top. Just kind of tell everybody, you know, where are you at? You're based down in, uh, down in the southern states in the United States. Yes, and, in um, Atlanta. Yeah, and then tell us, tell, tell us kind of what you're doing now, and then let's rewind and kind of, you know, find out how you got there. Sure. Um, I'm growing a team of customers and business partners focused on really what I like to call the art of wellness, because wellness is not just nutrition. It's not just fitness. It's mind, it's body, it's soul. So I offer custom solutions to clients to help them feel better every day, whether they need to lose weight, whether they need quick and easy meal solutions, whether they're training for an Ironman, you know, or Spartan race, whatever it is. And then along the way, there's also a terrific opportunity to create a residual income producing asset, which I think is just so top of mind of most people with what we have going on in the economy right now. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I'm glad that you brought up the Iron Man because Mark and I, I know that's why you wanted to be on this podcast because when you think of Iron Man competitions, you think of Mark and I. <laughs> yeah, of course. What, we're right there when you Google those. So. <laughs> um, let me see. So you you are focused on you've you had a great career at GE. Can you explain to us kind of you know did you start there right out of college? What how did you how did you get going in GE? Like how does that work? That was a happy accident. I okay, will, I love these accident. stories. So yeah. what happened? So um, my high school and college sweetheart, uh, he got hired into the um, engineering program at GE uh-huh. and. It was based in Schenectady, New York, and I had no desire to go to Schenectady, New York, but there was a lot more opportunity there. And so I decided I would go and I would get a job while he was there and I'd just find something. Well, my mother, to her, you know, she was just astonished. I said, you know what? I'm going to start with Kelly Temp Services because I can try a lot of things and I know nothing about the area. And she's like, you just got a four-year degree in business administration and marketing, public relations, and you're going to go be a Kelly Temp, a Kelly girl. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. So I did it and I got a job for um, the state of Albany. And then two weeks later, I got a phone call that said, hey, don't you know someone who works at GE? And I said, yes, I do. And they said, we have an opening to help um, as a spare parts expediter for the outage season. And I said, sure, I'll do it. I had no idea what any of that phrase meant. Um, But that turned into an amazing uh, 10-month stint at GE, their main plan in Schenectady, where I was supporting gas turbine and steam turbine outages. So you take the unit down, you got to get the parts to fix it, right? It's like a really big car. And I learned so much. That was my first opportunity in procurement sourcing. I was working with all of our international suppliers. And actually, when we had somebody who retired, they asked me to come on and take that the buyer desk. So it was a great opportunity, but then I decided that Schenectady, New York wasn't for me, and I moved back up to Maine to take a role with, at the time, it was MBNA America. It's now, of course, Bank of America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wonderful stint, back in my home state, went from, you know, the, the, the person who called you when you go to the football game and you sign up for the credit card to get the free t-shirt, and then you forget all about it. So right. I was that person who would call you and say, hey, <laughs> and I have my whole little spiel, right? You've got, you've been approved for a $5,000 line of credit, 5.9% right. interest rate. What what credit cards can I transfer for you today, right? That was right. a terrifying role. But I, I took that job, took it all the way up to a section manager. And then I got the call from my old boss at GE like three years later. And they said, hey, we're creating a new division in Atlanta. Do you want to go? Hmm. Yes, <laughs> I love Atlanta. My mother always, my mother told me actually that she's she visited there for work, and she's like, you know, Jenny, I can see you in Atlanta. It's a great city, a great climate. It's Things are happening. Yeah. Within three weeks, I had yeah. quit my job where I was doing very well, and taken a role back for GE, and then that lasted for seventeen years. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, um, so MBNA, Mark, that's where Terry Mulhern, uh, one of our prior guests, was. I was just going to, yeah. That was, was one of the on best cultures we've ever seen. Amazing. Amazing. They said they had the, they had above every door, they had like, yeah, put they had yourself in the, in yeah. the, like, like, think of yourself this as the customer. Think of yourself as the customer. Charlie Colley was an amazing visionary. He was so ahead of his time in terms of customer service. Oh, yeah. And, and then first he would culture. treat, the people who were on the phones with the customers, the little peons like me when I started, we were the most important people in the building. Yep. Because we're talking wow. to the customers. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It was know? amazing. That's what a first culture is. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. So yes. that's fantastic. Well, now, cool. how, did that, how did that compare to, so obviously then when you go to GE, right, it's another huge organization. And, and you know, we know you worked your way all the way up through there, but how did the culture at MBNA, how did that compare to the culture at GE or the culture that you grew at GE? Because you really grew your own team, right? I did. Several. Yeah. So, well, GE is just so different, right? First of all, it's more um, B2B versus B2C. So right. you're you're working and, you're, and it's a completely different industry. In the credit card industry, you're speaking with, you know, the general public. Um, in the division I was in, which was the power and water division. So we're speaking to big utilities or um, like Georgia Power. And and it's all about, you know, keeping the, getting a unit in there, keeping it running, maximizing efficiency. When you have to take the unit down, making sure that you're getting the crew in there, the parts in and out of the shop, everything there and up and back and running, right? Because you have to keep those units running. You have to keep power in the grid. So it was a very different environment. I would say 
obviously more technical, right? And you're yeah. and working with engineers. I'm working with scientists. I'm working with people who are very, very brilliant. Like from from a from an education standpoint, I've never met more brilliant people than I worked with at GE. But it was tougher. There wasn't until this. now. Until <laughs> now. I, like you're like, but there. now I'm, I've made it to Brandology podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm that brain go there. trust there. Yeah. I started when Jack Walsh was there. Oh, oh wow! Of course. Yeah. yeah. I actually got to see him walk by my desk, and it was like this big rock star moment, right? You Heck yeah! Jack. How yeah. cool is that? Oh, it was it was so amazing. But um, very different culture. A lot less hand-holding, more sink or swim, right? You, oh, you just, well, I mean, that's what Jack Walsh, that's what he's known for, right? Yes. I mean, that is what, I mean, that that is not the MBNA culture, right? No. But But back in the day, those were boon years, and that, it, and that culture worked then. I don't yes, know, did. I don't know, and I would argue respectfully that I don't think that would work today. I don't think so. I don't think it would. I mean, it might on certain large enterprise levels, but I'm not sure that that approach would would yield the same results today that 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 it did then. Maybe because of a couple different things: the economy, um, uh, the change in technology, and also the cultures with the younger generations. Hey everybody, uh, Mark and I are really excited about the upcoming episode with Brian Scudamore, CEO and founder of 1-800-GOT-JUNK and many other brands. He is well known, he's been on Oprah, he's been in Forbes magazine, he's written Wall Street Journal articles. You know his brands, we can't wait for you to meet him and have access to all of his wisdom in terms of culture and branding. As always, thank you for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe and download all of our episodes so that you get noticed. And don't miss the upcoming episode with Brian Scudamore. Right? I mean, yeah. we were raised we were raised by post-World War II people. So you could be tough on us because it's nothing compared to what our parents did. Well, yeah. now Gen Z and millennials and things have not been raised like that, and so generally speaking, obviously. But um, I, I think that making it a people-first culture, you get better results. That's just my personal thing. What do you think about that? I mean, you actually worked there. I'm yeah, just pontificating I, from afar. Yeah, from, from a podium. Think, look, I mean, I, I, I rode the stock price all the way down, right? Yeah. And, and, exactly. and my options were worth nothing. Let's right. be frank. I, 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 and all the options I got in my early day, my first set of options I got was when the stock had been at 150 and they had the three for one split and it went to $50 a share. Wow. We've never seen $50 a share since then, I right? Know. And we never will again, because it's, right. it's not the same company. So, but every successive thing of, I used to be a huge deal. Are you getting your stock options? Well, right. it was not a big deal after a while because you realize you were never gonna get paid out on them. Right. And I think that, I don't think that, that, that culture would work, but what I miss, was truly the sense of account. There was a tough sense of accountability and there were consequences if you didn't make your number. And some of them were incredibly painful, but there's a lot to be said for holding somebody to a standard and making oh, sure that they're performing to it. Oh and, yeah. And, and, and knowing that, I mean, Jack suffered no BS, not that I right. ever was in a position to pitch to him, but you know, on calls and I heard that, but you, 
I, I do miss some of that because I, I grew up in that. So as things got kinder and gentler, maybe, mm-hmm. um, I think there was some inefficiencies there that got you know laid into that, or maybe a lack of um, a lack of people truly speaking what was happening. Right. That that's just my personal experience, and I'm sure everybody has their own. But yeah, I I, but I grew up that way. So that's it's interesting that you worked for both. You worked for GE and you worked for MBNA. Yeah. So you had experienced both. And I was I was in the Jack years and the Jeff years, right? Right. The majority of my career, I was the Jeff years, and right. that was it. That was an and I and I met it. I had the privilege of meeting him several times. He's an amazing, amazing man, amazing business leader. But there was it was just some, you know, obviously very, very big differences. So now you're doing uh, now now you're doing before we jump into a little uh, brand culture trivia because it's those brandology bucks, Jen. Let me tell you, they are worth uh, way more than those, uh, or just almost equal to those stock options. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Let's let's talk about. (laughs) Let's talk about. Sorry, that was rude, Um, but I'm not editing that out. Um, let's talk about network marketing because you're, you're, you've made a good, healthy move from corporate America into network marketing as a way for females to become entrepreneurs, correct? So yes. tell us about that and just explain what network marketing means. Like what is it and, and, and just explain it. Sure. Though there are many amazing men who do very well in it too, but I oh, think course, that yeah. there's more there's more six figure earners in network marketing really than any other industry. That's and great. you, you, what I love about network marketing is it's the most equal opportunity opportunity that there is. Mm. It does not matter your race, sex. You know, if you have a disability, it doesn't matter what your degree is. It doesn't matter what your experience is. Here's what matters if you consider a network marketing opportunity. Number one, do you have consumable products that light people up inside? Meaning they're gonna reorder them all the time, right? I'm in food, people eat. (laughs) That's consumable, right? The ultimate definition. So, So if you love the product, great. Then you have to think about the culture. Is it supportive? Um, this This is a relationship business. Right. This is a referral business. This is we make money as a team. When I enroll people, I don't just make money off their backs. Right. If I enroll somebody, they benefit. If they enroll somebody, I benefit. So it's very much a team culture, which I love. And then if you think about the overall company culture, is it one where those values align with your own? Right. The company that I'm in line with is called Isogenics. It's an 18-year company based mm-hmm. in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, we're in 24 different markets slash countries all around the world. They're constantly upgrading the quality of the product, staying on point with nutrition trends, making sure that we're giving people what they need so in a practical sense, they can live a healthy overall lifestyle. That's right. really, really important. And then you look at the compensation plan. Is it fair? Isogenics has one of the best, if not the best, compensation plan in network marketing. Because like I said, there's, you know, there's so many different components to it. You know, you make money when you first sign people, there's bonus programs, you can make money as your team grows, as you grow your team, you know, there's always great contests. If you're a sales guy and you're motivated by con you know, or if you're motivated at all by right. contests, man, there's no better industry. So when you think about 
having a, a product that's consumable that you love and you would tell people about it anyway, but the bonus is, is that you get paid on that conversation. That's, that's incredible. Mark's going to be selling the Isagenics after we're done. <laughs> oh, you're both getting signed up for sure. I can see but, that. I can see that. But I think, so, but I think if I could just make this one point. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll not think. everybody has the big idea to be an entrepreneur. Right. I did. I didn't. True. Right. I don't have. Or they that big romanticize idea. it. They think it's just oh, come and go as you want. You're golfing all the time. I'm like, no. Oh my dude, gosh, if you've no, ever done. If you've work. ever. If you ever worked for yourself, it's nothing like that at no, all. No, it's called network marketing, right. not, yeah, there not you sit on your butt marketing, yeah, right. right? So so there's work to it. But if you don't have the big idea, mm-hmm. but you still have a burning desire and you have the skills and you have you have the Simon Sinek, the big why, right? Yep. And you want to go after something and create something for yourself, there's really nothing better. I mean, I I started for the nutrition. Ah, right. Okay. I stayed for the opportunity. That, that's, oh, that's, I mean, that's a good way of putting it. That's interesting. Hey, Mark, are you excited about this uh, 2021 Female Leadership Summit? Oh, David, this is going to be incredible. I can't wait. I'm I'm really pumped about it. The 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit is going to be your opportunity to access a wealth of leadership insight from a world-class faculty we've put together, ready to equip and inspire you, regardless of your field or industry. Yeah, so each chosen leader will provide a short you know, five to 10 minute presentation on culture, on leadership, and practical ways to help you succeed. Um, there'll also be a panel discussion on hot topics. Uh, the belief email leadership matters is more important today than ever before. Absolutely. That's why the 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit will give you access to this unique group of world-class faculty who will share their distinct perspectives, inspiring and equipping you with practical skills you can use right away. So don't miss the 2021 Female Leadership Summit only on Brandology Podcast. So subscribe and download the episodes to be notified of this upcoming event. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I was a, at 40 years of age, I'm 47 now. So at 40 years of age, I was an overweight, <laughs> undernourished, overstressed corporate executive who was killing myself at the gym and not able to make any difference because I had gained 20 pounds through global travel and conference sure. calls and bad eating decisions and just yep. not taking care of myself. And then when I find this after 18 months of searching, Right. And, and I lose, you know, 13 pounds in a month and I feel amazing. And people are telling me I look great and I feel terrific and I wasn't hangry. You're like, wow, what is in this? Right. That's <laughs> a nice stuff. You know, yeah. it's amazing. So so I, I came for the nutrition. But then when I saw all these amazing people who were I mean, think about it. I was in the power generation industry at GE. Right. My, yep. We weren't talking about gratitude. We weren't talking 
talking about. Yeah. You, know? you know, they were serving the customer, absolutely. But this is very different because you're making an impact on people's lives at a very individual level. And right. when you can take someone and you can transform their confidence and their health and their attitude and they get going after goals, the circle of influence that you have on them to make a change is tremendous. And that's what lights me up. That and the ability that I think that to fix the economy, you fix the personal economy. So if I can help people make an extra $500,000, $2,000 a month, or then maybe an extra five or six figure income per year, that's how you fix the economy. You fix that's a, that's a nice fix. Yeah, that's exactly right. And especially today, more than, more than ever, right? Yes. So, okay. So let's get back to that right after we take a break and uh, do a little trivia. So I'm going to uh, share my screen and we're going to play the intro and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some trivia. So hang on right here. I am sharing my wrong screen. There we go. All right, guys, able to see that? Yep. Very good. So let me play the intro. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome everyone to Brand Culture Trivia, where the points don't matter, but the brand does. In this segment, we play a trivia game against our guest. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with my co-host, David Morrow. David, tell us about the rules and the awesome prizes. Absolutely, the rules are as follows. You get to guess as fast as you can. You get as many answers as you want, and the first one to give the right answer wins a point. The first contestant to three points wins the game. What do you get if you win? Glad you asked. You get 14,684 Brandology bucks. What is that worth? Those are absolutely worthless. But we might send you a sticker for playing. So let's get started with brand culture trivia. David, why don't you spin the wheel of trivia and see what our first question is? All right, here I go. It is a heavy, heavy wheel. And that is why grown men need better hobbies than starting a podcast. We've we've always got carny worker as a backup if the uh, podcast fails. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, so we are going to do brand culture trivia. This is going to be the first question. The rules are simple, right? Guess as many answers as you want, right? And do it fast. First one to guess the right answer wins. So, for example, if you're going to guess a credit card, guess Visa American Express MasterCard, right? Don't just guess one. Um, and it's things like, you know, um, just do, I'm going to say a brand or a slogan. You're going to tell me what the brand is, what the product is, right? Just do it would be Nike, Nike, right? Um, that doesn't uh, count. No, yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) That doesn't count. No. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Mark, you got to have your game, your eight, your a game on this. I don't want this to be three zero. I want you to. Give her, give her a run for the money. All right, I'm up for it. All right, here's the slogan. Tell me what the brand or product is. Question one, easy, breezy, beautiful. Cowgirl. Wow, okay. What? Question one, yeah, I've never I'm used that one. I'm still trying to absorb the question. Easy, I've never breezy, done. what? Easy, breezy, beautiful, it's Covergirl. I've never even done that one before on the show again so. they don't have that on cartoon network so no no distinct disadvantage here all right let me go let me keep going let me keep going um 
Question two. That was really fast, Mark. That's scary. <laughs> um, the snack that smiles back. Goldfish. Oh, ho, ho. Dang. see, I don't eat crackers. <laughs> she doesn't eat box. She doesn't eat junk food, so she wouldn't know. Oh, Art. I was going to say I just had had a bag for dinner the other night, so yeah, I, I remember that. Did. That's why it's. Well, was that after you and I were training for the Ironman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right after, after the bike I, ride. We, you and I went for that long thirty mile jog. All right, <laughs> I ate a bag of goldfish. <laughs> it's one with big it red. One, <laughs> Washed one. it down with big red. I've watched a big red soda. It's trying to hydrate. All right. Okay, this is a good one. Um, mm, this is interesting. Uh-oh. What's in your wallet? American, American Express. Express. No. I said it first. Wait, American well, Express? We were both wrong. Did you guys both oh. say American Express? You yeah. both are wrong. Oh. But keep going. Capital One. Yes. Ma- what were you going to say, Mark? Mastercard. You start with an M. <laughs> Mastercard. Mastercard. Good job, Jen. That was great. It mm. is too I did work one. for a credit card company at one point. I mean, this is true. You worked for MGNA. I <laughs> yeah, kind of figured that that would be. All right. Let me let me give a little testosterone in this question. Um, <laughs> give Mark a little help. All right. Shave time, shave money. Um, it's the club. Oh, I can so, see the commercial. So close. Shave time, shave money. Shave I have energy. no idea. Is it the, um, <laughs> it's Marky a club. Shave. The Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is two to two. This is a good Ooh, game. Dang. Here this we is go. a good game. Whoa. I've never seen him come out of the gate like this. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Mm, I could do that now. I've got. A, I've got. A, I'm working with Tony over here. My little green men and women. They're supplying me with a lot of different. <laughs> Again, why are they green? What I don't know. It just it, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have to fit. They have to fit on the shelf over there. So they they have to. I don't know why they have to be green. I don't know. Doesn't go with my decor. Um. All right. Okay, I'm not gonna do that either. All right, here we go. Hmm. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. Hold. Just wow. That's it. We have a winner. Good job. Mark, your guess was good. The Folgers was good. It was wrong, but it was good. I mean, it was good. Uh, Jen, you did really well. I'm not surprised that you did well, <laughs> but uh, you did. Gr- you are the proud winner of 14684 Brand yep. Algae Bucks. Woo-hoo! Man. As soon Very as that excited. e-commerce site comes up, boy, you'll be ready to buy some. Oh, yeah, we have all these things, all these uh, events, Atlanta-based. There's a whole section in the e-commerce site, but Tony's still working. Are, how are you doing on that? It's still down. Yeah, he says it's still down. So, um, but it, it, it'll come back up. All right. Thank you for that game. That was good. So let's get back at it. So let's talk about not only from your migration from a, a successful career in corporate America uh, for great names, great brands, right? Um, to to now network marketing and a great brand in that industry, right? Of network marketing with Isogenics. What, um, 
you you really kind of have a a niche in uh, developing females for that, right? And um, can you explain that and kind of why this is such a good opportunity in in light of COVID and in light of some of the economic changes? Sure. There's been numerous articles that have been coming out in the past few weeks about the kind of triple hit that women have taken during the pandemic um, because so, no, so women are usually um, the main caretakers of the home number one number two they're usually the main caretakers of the children and number three the industries that <clears throat> excuse me that women primarily work in maybe a service related industry maybe it's uh, waitressing you know whatever it is they have been hospitality the um, corporate events they have been inordinately hit very, very hard. Yes. So now all of a sudden, um, and I have a very, very good friend who I met on LinkedIn, you know, she ran a corporate events business. Mm-hmm. So uh, she lost 18 months of contracts in a blink of an eye. Oh, and wow. she's tried to pivot and create a virtual meeting space. But again, that's not necessarily putting food on the table. And now, you know, you've got kids who are at home. So she's dealing with kids being home, feeding them, educating them and then also still taking care of all the normal health stuff. So that is a, you know, a triple threat of stress and strain. And what we're seeing and what I thought was interesting highlighting in these articles is not only women who maybe who have lost their jobs, but women who are in corporate who feel like they're taking they're they're being given a lot of the caring duties because employees are so stressed and so some male leaders are pushing on female leaders to take over some of the handholding and the emotional conversations to try and keep employees up. So all that's happening is women are leaving business and they're deciding, mm-hmm. okay, enough is enough. And so for somebody now, that's going to have ramifications right. on the quality of decision making and companies for years to come. But if I take a look at this, I say, look, I used to be in corporate America. I found an opportunity. I worked it for two years while I had my corporate job. I was running a big global team or I was running the um, the gas turbine repairs network for GE. So I'm responsible for sending gas turbine parts to service shops all over the world, keeping those shops optimized, getting the parts back to the customer. So I was running that team. And at the same time, I was learning and growing with my network marketing business. And then due to a circumstance, you know, I left a little bit sooner than I was going to, but I had prepared. So now I'm in a unique position to be able to say to women, look, whether you're still in your corporate role or not, I can help you get started with this. Number one, I can help give you some amazing products that are going to make you feel better every day. They're going to give you nourishment that are going to help manage mental and physical stress, right? That are going to give you energy because everybody complains about being exhausted and overwhelmed. But at the same time, I can also teach you how to create an income producing asset business. And if you're still in your corporate job, great, because these things do take time to build up. It takes time to build up a network. But if you're already out and you're doing other things, I can run with you as fast as you want. Right. So it, and it all depends on the level of work and commitment somebody's willing to put in, just like everything else. Right. It's dependent upon your efforts. So I think that for someone like me, who has spent my whole career, I was known as somebody that, oh, we have a new initiative, let's get Jen in there. And I was moved from job to job very early, like every 14 months. Let's get Jen to do this, put together the people, the tools, the process, great. And then when I was in a more established, bigger role, again, it was all about developing people and making sure that they had the right tools in place so they could do their job and I had the right algorithms and processes. 
So I have that same thing for my network marketing business. Right. And it's very duplicatable. And I can teach that to other people. So there is a benefit for women to consider this opportunity when maybe before they dismissed it and said, oh, I just don't want to be one of those people on Instagram. I, I don't even use Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Those right, are my right. people, <laughs> right? That's where I'm comfortable. Right, and, right. and there's just, everybody's used to buying stuff online now and everybody's used to getting groceries delivered to their door, right? So yeah. why not open up an account for an online health and wellness store that can help you feel good, but also make you money? It's a no-brainer. Hey, everyone. Mark and I are really excited about a special feature we have coming up about the rise and the challenges of this technology transportation company that has literally changed the world. It experienced explosive growth, but had constant controversy, making it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past two decades. The firm, which was founded back in 2009, soon grew to become one of the highest valued private startup companies in the world. And yet its leadership, culture, and business practices have all been called into question, and the brand itself has been under seemingly constant attack. Join us as we explore the rise, the challenges of this technology transportation company. We've all used it and the leaders who are now trying to save it today. Join us as we discuss the rise and fall of Uber Technologies. Can yeah, it's you really, it, it couldn't be more pertinent at this time that we're in, really. I mean, because it's you're not talking just weight loss. You're talking better quality of life. Yes. And an income to go with it. And it's, yes. I think it's, it's so good because you talk about, you know, clearing brain fog and gaining more energy and uh, less stress, better emotional state. I mean, I'd take any, any or all of those right now I'd be great with, but then you're going to show me how to make money on top of it and how to help others. Um, it's just such a great model. So I really want our listeners to reach out to you. And what's what's the best way to get a hold of you? Is it on LinkedIn? Is that the best way to, to connect? Or what? I'm, I spend a majority of my time on LinkedIn. That's fantastic. I also have a website. I'm very simple, jenochnan.com. And there's a contact form on there. But if you're on LinkedIn, it, you know, find me, send me a message, and let's just talk. It's not a uh, confrontational or scary discussion. It's let's talk about your health goals. Let's talk about your business situation. And then I offer, you know, two to four different solutions that can be customizable and they either say yes or no. And the benefit of working with someone like me is that, you know, all of my coaching tools come with whatever package you choose. So you could literally sign up to work with me, get a business in a box that shows up on your doorstep try the products, try the system, try the coaching tools. And then at the end of the month, if you said, you know what, Jen, I appreciate it, but it's not for me. You send it back. You have a 30 day money back guarantee. There is no better and easier and simpler and less risk way to start a business. So why did you choose that company? Why did you choose that brand? When you were, when you were looking, when you were making your segue, and you were looking at network, you know, network marketing brands. Why, why them? Not, not the sales piece of why they're so great. I mean, just what, what about the model? Did you, did you like? Um, I love the model that 
Isogenics has created. So Jim and Kathy Coover and their son, Eric, they're the founders of this. And they were both top in their industry for many, many years. And they came actually out of retirement, both of them, because a gentleman by the name of John Anderson, who was a diabetic and he was worried about his the health of his grand, grandkids. He's like, I can deliver something more. So he talked to Jim and Kathy, convinced them to come out because Jim is amazing at running organizations like this. And Kathy, she was at the top of three different network marketing companies. So no one could really do it better. And she had also experienced all the ups and downs of um, comp plans that maybe didn't, weren't fair. You know, you've got, there's many different ways to be compensated in network marketing, whether it's a binary model or you, you, there's unlimited levels, whatever it is. This comp plan they put together is incredibly fair. The culture that they put together. I mean, when somebody rank advances in our company at certain level, they get a call from Kathy. They get flowers. They get, right, right, you know, right. there's tons of trips and recognition. When they're there, you know, they're there. They're present. They're they're smiling. They're talking, you know. All so, that recognition is really key. It's amazing. I mean, it's, and we, you think that it's not, but, but it really is because people work really hard and one of the most uh, – uh, I think areas of frustration that I've seen when doing exit interviews of employees or talking to people at other companies is I was working really hard and I just felt invisible. Like nobody wants to feel invisible. Nobody. Right? And so if you work hard and you get a an, an attaboy or a or a an award or a you know a trophy or a trip or whatever it is, uh, it's not just about the thing or the event that you get you get invited to or whatever but it's just the fact that you know somebody is recognizing you know how many nights you work past 5 p.m how many weekends you put in when no one was looking and all that you know above and beyond effort now some so, people actually yeah. feed on recognition like that you know oh yeah i i, I can only meet if i could only have somebody <laughs> i knew that feeds on recognition that would be you yes so that's good well, well as, as we wrap up, um, I definitely want to encourage the listeners to to reach out to you, to go to your website, yep. uh, because if you're a consumer of your own goods, I can tell you the energy level is there. You, you <laughs> radiate this persona. I mean, if I don't know. We may have to talk uh, outside the podcast because I could probably use whatever it is you got. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the last time we talk, most certainly. And in the notes of the podcast, we'll put a link to your website. If you like, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn because yep. uh, I really want to drive the listeners there. This is really something and it really couldn't fit in a better time than right now. Um, I and I love the positivity and the wellness and the the mental piece and the emotional piece. So um, yeah, this this is really good. I really appreciate you being on. And as we wrap up, I always like to to ask one question at the end. And it's you know it gets kind of really deep here. Um, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? I played teacher a lot, but okay. I really really wanted to be an architect. I had a pink vinyl briefcase. That's just like, Kelly Bass. just like Kelly. Yes. Just like I Kelly. was cracking up when I heard her podcast. Like literally I would go down and I had a desk and I would draw out house plans. I mean, I was obsessed wow. with it. And now my husband has a successful um, home remodeling and contracting business and oh. I get to do all the CAD drawings. There so it's actually really, really yeah. been a blast how that kind of came full circle. The first right. time he asked me, he's like, honey, can, do you mind you know, taking this on? I'm like, no, I would love to do this. That's right. So That's all the permitting, great. all that stuff I handle. And it's, Did it's you ever great. read Anne, Anne Rand's uh, The Fountainhead? 
Yes. It, it, right. It's all about Peter Keating or whatever his name is, the, the, the different architects and things like that. It's a great, it's a great storyline. All right. Very cool. Well, well hey, Jen, thank, thank you, you so much. much. I really yep. appreciate it. Thank we, you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate visit. it. I really yep. appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunity to be an ambassador for network marketing, because when you think about it, it is the best. It's a personal development plan with a paycheck. I've never worked harder at developing myself. I've never worked harder at developing my team. Mm-hmm. And I'm just such a different person than I was seven years ago. And it just feels like the journey is getting better and better. That's great. That's good. All right. Well, this will not be our last conversation. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Jim. Mark and I want to take a moment and thank everyone that listens and subscribes to our podcast. It means a lot. We're truly trying to make this one that we ourselves would find interesting and find entertaining. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for subjects, great brands that have risen and fallen, great case studies, or fantastic guests that you'd like to see, please reach out to us, brandologypodcaststaff at gmail.com. That's brandologypodcaststaff at gmail.com. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe. Turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening.